0: Diamond dealer's in pursuit. Then came Pioneer River. Astero making ground towards the inside as Diamond dealer takes the lead from Astero late on the scene. Diamond dealer from Astero. Diamond dealer won the last from Astero.
1: Welcome to Bet Doctor. Behind the curtain, look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm joined in uh, the Gold Coast. It's been a thunder and uh, lightning sort of night. Uh, friend of his house he reckons he got hit by lightning. I thought it was off the coast. It's come from the west. Walt's well, been up all night, rattled. You're a vampire
2: anyway. You don't sleep. Ninety minutes is probably thirty minutes less than I I need. The two hours minimum. But uh, yeah, I thought we got struck about eighty-three times. But there's nothing better than the the blackout, and then you're trying to remember what lights you had on or not. And then when the lights come back on, and it's like Luna Park. you? Oh Jesus Christ! It was about two fifteen a.m. the first time. Then about four thirty a.m. Alarms going off, and it just yeah. Welcome to this. We like normally get two of those during summer, don't we? But it's um. A very strange time of year to be getting a electrical storms, but it was good fun. It's
1: been bugger or rain. We've just been getting these weird sort of isolated
0: uh, sort of sun
1: showers. The lights would have been out at uh, your house last night, DK. Big birthday and blew the candles, did all that sort of stuff. Happy birthday, mate.
0: Oh, thanks, Scooty. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, getting old. One more to the big one for 49, so uh, anyway, getting old now, but – um. Yeah, felt every bit of it. After what I've been through the last ten days, I tell you what, bloody hell, absolute nightmare. So, what you have colic or crook guts or yeah, a bit whatever flu or everything? Is, yeah, it was put put me on my backside. Whatever it was, I'm only, and I'm not getting. Well, I haven't got better quick. I've been getting better at about rate of about five percent a day. But it's t- crazy, all the ways. Uh, there's so many
1: ways you can get beat. Yesterday they got called off at uh, Warwick Farm. Heaven's opened. Uh, a couple of good stories out of meeting there. A, uh, was it a mother-daughter combo won the won the staying race? Owens, yeah, was
2: yeah. it? A, yeah, Maddie and Karen Owens, yeah.
1: That was that was a pisser, and then uh, Jay makes it out the back with uh, the Waterhouse train runner there. So it was uh, it's an interesting day. It was uh, a couple of good winners at Sand out as well. Nico's Nico's stuck in the Monash car park. He's uh, there's a truck on fire on the M one down in Melbourne. So Nico's going to pop into the show at some stage, but got no idea when he's going to turn up. And it's uh, it's disappointing because uh, the boys are right behind uh, this new concept that's got tongues wagging. It's not a uh, sword, Trav.
0: Jeez, you, you, you sound in. like it worked for bloody.com. Who? You.
1: Oh, well, so I I don't know about you, DK, but I can remember 1992 when
2: Let's Elope and Better Loosen Up. You can I remember 1992?
1: Th- I can. I was nine.
2: You can remember it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can remember it. Let's Elope and, and, and Better Loosen Up ran. There's a picture up on the screen. I think Let's Elope uh, just... She, I think she won by about a neck. That's the old photo. That's a big neck. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a length. I meant. That's a big <laughs> but um, <laughs> I can remember the like, the hype like through the week. My dad was excited. I can remember seeing him like the two names in the form guide. Like, that's like was one of the first horses that got me sort of sucked into horse racing. Obviously trained by Bart, she was a superstar. I think they raced for seventy five thousand this day. DK, you could remember
0: this, wouldn't you? Oh, I remember. I remember actually. I remember ninety two for different reasons with the goat retiring yesterday because the goat's my vintage. So ninety two. I remember brother Doug got me, Crawford and Grant, we said, we've got to go to Caulfield Cup though, got to back the An absolute moral. So he says, oh, I'll take you, I'll take you. So left the boarding school at Kilmore, go to Caulfield, back the end across. moral, go down to the 200 metre mark to watch it win. Comes around the outside of the rail and it's coming down the home straight. We could have touched the thing, it was that wide. And then all of a sudden it's one, hasn't it? It's one photo. And then he's, what, Ollie was 18, He's was the same age as me, got up on the inside of it in mannerism and bloused it in a photo. I was absolutely unconscious. <laughs> But um, oh, not me. Look, those horses. Ninety-two was such great vintage. So, that Cox Plate and everything. They sub were zero. but
2: huh? Sub-zero is a year too, was not it? That was sub-zero.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Um, having way. said that, I, you did say the hype. There was the the actual event was far more underwhelming than the hype scoop. Like they were two champions. They're we both in love with those horses, but it was a working gallop, and that's that's the only thing I'm worried. About. This, this is just be just be a chlorified tr- track gallop. That's all. So there was great hype. Blah blah blah. The Tab Challenge, whatever they called it. Um, but it was a 600-metre gallop home, you know. It was a working gallop. So
1: the UFC, probably less so because they're actually great contests and they're savage. But boxing is a whole sport that's completely built on hype. Nine times out of ten, the boxing fights, they, the promotion, the smack talk, the Showtime, CBS, all those documentaries are fantastic in the lead-up. But then you get to the main event and then it's all over in 15 seconds or someone's bloody not fit enough or there's a rot or, or something on. So I yeah, think it's a great enough. opportunity for racing to sort of capture the hype and then oh, it's only to New South Wales' benefit too because whatever it's happens in It's a joke, this, but it's, this, a,
2: it's, still, it's still a, it's it's a joke when you think about it. It's just ridiculous, 750 for a track It's crazy, part, crazy prize winning for it. it's funny, like a horse that you're just building exactly hype, you can build it because I wish I wins normally 10 off them. Yeah. he's going to be on the hammer of Giga Kick, who will lead comfortably. And what's going to happen then? You yeah, know,
1: like a a little pipe hammer, and the and connections run home is, in
2: thirty-two.
0: Hmm. That's amazing, and the connections are mad. Like the seven hundred and fifty thousand. Well, they've got know? twenty million the week later, or something to worry about, or the fortnight. Well,
2: that's, well, that's why that's why, that's that's why Giga Kick's up. not going to take off at the eight hundred. That's right. It's going to be a four hundred meter race. A little cat and mouse. Yeah, whatever.
0: I think it's a great thing. I and so we we said. I mean, this is again. It was this is a cat out of the bag uh, ideas. Thing that was thrown around a table, it's got out. It has, there's no legs, the connections haven't been approached. It's like that other thing we spoke about the other day the cat got out of the bag. Don't mind the forward thinking, love the ideas and things like that, but it, it's not going to happen now. I mean, it's the horses have got their preparations mapped out and it's just an idea that's been thrown around and uh, it's, it's not going to happen this year. It might happen down the track next year or something like that, but it won't happen this year. Hmm. No way so they're going to interrupt their preparations now.
2: These are just two, they, those two horses just match up well on as uh, from an interest and height perspective. Like. Yeah, I, I think it's a great one. just got to make it's sure that there's a bit of that about it too.
1: It's like AFL. Like AFL have, have promote all these weird, stupid, you know, there's a week for everything in the AFL at the moment, but they can't make any ground up on new, uh, rugby league when it comes to like origin. All the fans want, I th- I, I, from what, who I speak to, they want state of origin AFL back on the table. And diehard racing people, they all like this match race concept. So once you can find a couple of these big names, it's surprising that it hasn't been ha- hasn't happened before, because we've had nature strip roll around for the last few years and I, I just think these like ding dong battles um but they do it of,
2: down the straight or what are they did they talk about doing it? Cramboard on this one. Is it?
1: This, oh, this is what they've booted, yeah. Cramboard, and then they're gonna play it at halftime of the AFL prelim. So you've got the AFL uh half time, whichever two sides gonna go into the AFL grand final, playing off, and then you're just gonna slot this race just in in in. Beside it, I reckon it's, it's sensational. But anyway, it's a shame because yeah, it sounds like I wish bill, I win. Our but who's paying the bill? Huh?
2: yeah, it's interesting.
1: Well, they spend so much
0: money marketing on. Um,
2: well, you get four hundred and fifty if he wins the Menzi this week. Oh, uh, I wish I win, and <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. No?
0: Well, the Everest is twelve hundred, yeah, twelve
2: million 12, uh, more fifteen, isn't it? Sorry, twelve to the winner. No, no yeah. it's twelve it's
0: to the winner. It's a twelve hundred meter, yeah. meter. It's a yeah. meter race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is I wish I win? Kicking off at fourteen hundred. Uh, you know, you know, it's a 1,400s it's middle distance, and it, it, it's a very interesting prep to me. that He's kicking off a fourteen hundred for a twelve hundred meter grand final. Hey, I, I whoa, listened whoa, to his whoa.
2: interview six times, right? And yep. he goes, the thousand meter race or whatever the I think it was at the whatever the race was called. He said it would be a much more taxing race on him than the fourteen hundred meter memsy, and he doesn't have to be as fit to run in the memsy as he does in a thousand meter race. And you know, you have got to respect everyone's opinion, especially someone like Peter Moody's. But that's kind of the absolute. Um, reverse of the way I would think about things. And if I was getting a horse ready for a 1,200, I'm not resuming it at 1,400, but I'm not Peter Moody either.
0: That's where I remember, – I remember old tra- – Robert Smurden used to say, horses, they're kicking off at 1,400. They are fit. They are bloody fit. You want to kick them off at forty? 40- Look how fit Mr. Brightside was the other week to cope with what he yep. put up with first up at 1,400. How fit that horse had to be to cope with that. So and then he wants to kick it up at four- – I mean, lucky he's drawn barrier one. That's all I can say because he's going to have a very soft run. But uh, – Anyway, and then I think anyway. what is it?
2: I don't know what is it nine weeks, and he's, he's talking about just trialing it into the Everest. So, um, yeah, it's just yeah, weird it's because to peak a horse at 1200 second up, this would go against everything I've ever heard in my <laughs> life from any trainer. Um, but and again, it's yeah, like you can't knock him, can you? Like he's nah,
0: uh, he's got someone said he's got 260 horses now, 260 horses moody, just creeping back into the Cape, and he'll probably more than when he had when he was flying
2: 300 nose rolls. Hmm.
0: Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, are uh, they doing good for him? Nearly. They're nearly
1: doing good. It's an interesting one. Vega One's the horse that I can recall. He wasn't, I think it wasn't he was- It wasn't Vega 1, was it? it was thir- the other one. Third up. No, it was Vega. It was, you got Vega. the
2: wrong name. Vega 1 was the horse trained by Gollan, wasn't it?
1: Oh, uh, what was it called?
2: No, it was Vega something. It wasn't Vega 1. Vega 1 was the horse from Brisbane.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's, it's uh, it Vega a,
2: Magic. Da, yeah, David Hayes. David
1: it. Hayes trained it. So I think he was like Bletchingly, uh, Memsey, and then went into the Everest and went But he went, yeah, but close. went
2: second up, third up. Yeah. So this is where- this is what the way I think about racing is that a hard fit horse that's going to race closer to the speed is not as disadvantaged having a 1400 under his belt, coming back to a fast run 12. Whereas mm. a, a sprinter, the back marking sharp sprinter that's sort of going up and then back in distance is likely to be a bit more dour and looking for more trip, not back. So that's the way I kind of look at racing. And um, so that's like a horse, the difference in, Style of horse makes a difference to how you would want it prepared. So I would think he – exactly what he said, just jag it out the back in a 1,000 if he runs on like he did first up last time, mm. straight into a 1,200 Everest. Would have been what I expected, but, yeah, I'm definitely not knocking him.
1: Yeah. You yeah, know, well, Moody's the racehorse trainer. We've just got to try and figure out what they're doing. Mm. Uh, other news is that uh, the TAB, if they win their Victorian licence, they're going to try and merge the totes. So I'm not sure if uh, – what is it? Adam Rakensfield is um, – Living in dream world there, but uh, obviously uh, it'd be like, well, trying to part how, the partner the of those sea, same articles
2: have we seen for the last 15 years from the tab, and what have they changed? Odds and evens?
1: Well, exactly. They haven't really um, improved much, but uh, be interested to see how that uh, washes out. Uh, today's show is going to be good. I think uh, Donnie is going to bounce back. He's got a couple of the tips he sources, uh in the Wyong Cup. When he sent through the preview, I thought he was talking about the Warren Cup. I could barely understand what he was saying, but uh, I think he's been fighting off daycare germs. He's got similar bugs to you at the moment, uh, our Donnie, but I think he's going to start lifting. Walt, uh, great bet with uh, Diamond Dealer. Uh, took a sit and got the job done. Absolutely beautiful stuff there. Very, uh, very shrewd betting there, $5 Jeez, early. Was
2: well, back late, wasn't it? I remember even halfway yeah, through late. the day it was $5 ducks and, yeah. and there was money for one horse late. Holy hell.
1: Save my bacon, Definitely. I uh, got the Chelmsford this week. Walla Lotto. He's got plenty of horses in the Chelmsford and the tramway. Uh, someone wrote in and said that he's destroying racing to one of our tweets, and uh, said that he's confused and just basically sits out any of those uh, big uh, big races with multiple runners. So I guess if you're a brand Who? new punter to racing, oh, just uh, who's
2: destroying w- racing? Chris I, I, Waller. I tuned out. Oh, okay. No, I just <laughs> the one. It would be tricky. One.
1: I guess it would be tricky. If you're a new player trying to figure out which ones to back, it would be uh, pretty tricky. Nico's in good form despite uh, being stuck in the uh, the Monash. Inhibitions was a massive go, One well. And then his other tip at uh, Big Odds, about $17 or $21 he tipped on the show, uh, United Nations. It was s- settling back on the fence pretty much last and uh, ran second. So it was a massive, massive run, paid 4 bucks a place. As a uh, won't be sending Brett Preble a Christmas card, I wouldn't have thought. NCAP was ridden like an absolute motorbike. That was probably one of the sickest things I've seen. I know Tom Quinton carried more weight, we mentioned on the show. He went absolutely enormous in for a big prep, but um, I think that was the one that got away from NCAP big time.
2: It was well, always going to be that sort of race, wasn't it? I Ducasse was a bit the same. Mm-hmm. There was the, the horses you wanted to find, probably wanted Ranwick, um, like NCAP, uh, Rose Hill, those gates. You, you know, he nearly wrote it perfect. He just probably made one or wrong decision here and it got held up momentum. And you know, getting it on the fence from nine or ten was was a huge effort. And then just needed that bit of luck uh, at the right time and didn't get it. It was, a, as you said, a great bet. And as we mentioned, I think uh, NCAP and La Vampire were uh, ridiculously. The difference in price between them was when mm. we were talking it was like three twenty and twenty dollars. It beat uh, NCAP beat it home comfortably, and the other one was Calabasas and. Um, yeah, and third. Kintyre yeah. and they were about the same 5 to 2 and 20s and Kintyre's run second so the two two we mentioned that were ridiculous prices ran <laughs> second and third um, but yeah, it's, it's, it shows that sometimes it, it's very strange how uh, markets line up on, on different runs in different races.
1: Mm, interesting uh, format of that one. His horse uh, struck gold ran second yesterday, or a uh, placing yesterday. It uh, fought on pretty well. So he's going to have a fair bit of fun with that horse, I would have thought. But uh, he's under the knife. He's got an old footy injury that he's getting sort of scraped out. Or when he's he on was the at the footy table. or
2: something? When he was at the footy and he got a Barney with someone in the crowd or when he was actually playing the game? Not sure. Not sure. Still I reckon he's poorly when he's running around with a chainsaw, but he... Attacking people. Anyway, so I'm going
1: to super sub back in. Uh, my fourth uh, with Papali last week means I'm going to have to unretire. So I'm going to have to uh, find us a moral this weekend. Hennessy lad, stop the bleeding for me. But uh, St Lawrence went awful or must have had some sort of issue. It uh, stopped like it was shot. So we didn't get the top sport promo over the line. I did my job, but uh, as his uh, second leg just uh, got us. Got us beat, unfortunately, so would have killed a plenty plenty of uh, multis there. Topsport Steamers, they found, uh, I think it was Prince Joffre in the uh, in the Adelaide uh, Steam there. So make sure you check out top Sport this weekend and uh, we'll go around again with another promo. Not sure. We'll, we'll try and figure it out during the show and offer sort of a, a top two or some sort of insurance bet and try and find a model to uh, build the bank up again. I thought we are home, but, um, yeah, so Lawrence no good. So make sure you join uh, top Sport. Um, and uh, support the other uh, bookmaker that supports us. We'll have a little bit of a uh, skip forward to maybe my moral segment, I think, with uh, Nico still uh, unavailable. It's stuck in traffic. But uh, Caulfield Race 7 is uh, Cockrum Stakes is where I think I found one here. 1,200 metres at uh, Caulfield. Bernadette is a favourite. $3 into two seventy. Looks like there's a scratching. It's Espiona that's come out. Didn't think she was suited anyway. Uh, Parasol is $3.20. Say Magique is $5. Road to Ataki is $10. Laced up here $12. Papillion Club Fifteen dancer to buy, twenty-one dollars, and then uh, thirty-one for Bound for Home, and then you can get much better. The rest horse that I think is uh, the good thing of the weekend, or a good thing at uh, Corfield at least, is Benedetta. You see, Tatum Bull, the horse is absolutely bolting there. She's uh, she can sort of do it both ends. I think here she can sort of set settle forward, settle back. She's drawn barrier nine importantly here. So and when she goes to Corfield, she'll be definitely out of trouble. I thought Tatum uh, got the job done here perfectly. And just looking at the sectionals through punting form, I thought uh, she was probably the most vulnerable here first up. So now she's uh, a month between runs. She's going to be a lot fitter for that. I know that horse, William Thomas, who sort of flashes in behind. He was absolutely flying in. in those couple of runs, so he met she met a couple of really hard-fit horses there. I think uh, 56 kilos, she gets in super well here, so she's a horse on the rise. Uh, she's trained at Mornington, so I don't think the Caulfield track's going to be any issue. She's super honest. I can remember that, uh, that run against uh, the, the Price, uh, Colt, What You Need. I thought that was a ripper too. She was on the wrong side of the straight that day and still... Um, Stuck on really well. I think she's a class act, and uh, Stackhouse uh, replaces Tate on So so gets a nice little um, jockey upgrade there and gets conditions to suit. I thought the danger here is um, same magic uh, from the uh, the beggy yard. But uh, a couple of queries there. It's off 300 days. It's only had one trial. I might have had a jump out that I um, i haven't got to yet. But um, it's drawn the fence and it's a slow starter. So I think she'll be back in Buried. And uh, Benedetta's now uh, a month under the belt fitness-wise and uh, should, should show a, a clean pair of heels and, and knock these over. I'd be surprised if um, if anything beats her with the 56. six. She's
0: got only got 56
1: kilos. She's
2: Paracel went enormous first up. It was, well, I was going <coughs> as, as he to ask Walt about Paracel.
0: He didn't slaughter it.
2: Yeah, it wasn't a bad ride because of the circumstances, but he made it work the whole way and the horse just kept, kept coming. Like it's, um, yeah, I, I, I want to give Jamie Carr a look for the next few weeks until she's found her sea legs. But, um, yeah, geez, you're going to know it's in the race.
1: Mm. So depending on how that horse bounces, um, mm. I think Benedetta could either stalk it or um, or sit in front of it. It's going to face a tougher task to sort of beat that 56 versus 58 kilos. She's just going to be super strong. And I know the camper talking about manicados and, and big, strong races here. So I think from the, the right profile, this up-and-coming horse just looks absolutely perfect here, and I don't think the top weight's uh, can uh, can get a beat here. But uh, obviously $2.70, I think mm, that's probably going to be around the mark. I could see probably the bigger boys maybe stepping in and she could get to sort of $2.40 or $2.50 if they like or if they can find a reason to oppose her, which I certainly can't, um, you, might, you might get lucky and get sort of $3 again. But uh, SB owners are scratching there and I just didn't think it was much of a chance anyway and she had 60
3: kilos. Do you have a look at that, Nico? Yeah, I've made it finally. Uh, yep, had a look at that and I thought uh, I was with you. I thought Benedetta's probably the horse to beat there. So, uh, yep, happy with that. Beautiful. All right. Good timing, Nico. And uh, I reckon we just uh, slot straight into
1: your races here and uh, we're going to know most of the leagues here. Race 8 is the next one and it's... Uh, the McCafe uh, Stakes, and so that's over 1,100 metres, and Asfura is a favourite here, $3.80. Bella Nipotina, $5.50. Magic Time, $7. Kalos is $8. Generation, $8. Ingratiating, $13. Then you got Mars Crusader at $13. Psy, $13. And we, Nessie, $19. Horse we're going to have a look at here is Asphora. The replay I picked out here was the Oakley Plate. She's obviously been in the Galaxy and the Quaker since, but um, Nico, tell us
3: why you like her. this is fresh last campaign i will say i think Bologna patina is going to sydney so there'll be some deductions this market probably this is a great run uh, only beaten by uncommon james and uh, lofty structure you like watching this replay but uh i think she's got a very good setup here on saturday she's first up um she's a mare that sort of fires fresh and i think 1100 meters is where we sort of see the best of her uh you look back through sort of a lot of her best wins they're at this distance and uh i think this Matt probably sets up really well for her as well. You know, you got Midwest who's probably gonna cross and lead her. And then the, aside from him, maybe Kalos goes forward from 10. There's not a lot of speed. So I think Mitch Aiken, um, although he's probably not the most fashionable jockey, he's a jockey's got the job done on this horse multiple occasions, he gave her a great ride in the Qualker. And you know, he's a, a jockey that's, you know, well associated with her, giving he rides her and seemingly a lot of track work and jump outs and trials. So think he just parks him behind the speed from the draw and uh, on a day where I thought her and Benedetta might be the two you're really looking to steam into, she just seemed a, a better price given she's probably got a better CV and I think in a worse race. So I was pretty happy to uh, sort of label her as one of the maybe the, the best of the day um, on a day where it looks pretty tricky. Uh, I don't know if you want to be sort of diving into too many of those favourites. Um, especially sort of now, maybe once we've seen the yard or the pattern, a few things like that, we could uh, potentially get involved. But uh, I thought Asfura just ticked a lot of boxes, and at the price, I was sort of surprised she wasn't closer to 280 than 380. Um, you would probably get around three dollars on the day after deductions, but seemed like a uh, a pretty fair price to me. DK uh, f- and is
0: flying.
3: Yep, good involved. recent trial. Yeah, that
0: that smoked. And then I was listening to Henry, and he said Mitch got off and said, "This is going best it's ever gone." So it feels as best as she ever has. So, um, so she's she's back. I, what, I, what group? I, she, I really think she'll win a group on this prep. So I'm just, I don't, which what which one it is? Is it the Moyer or the Probably the May, Moyer or Ricardo? Yeah, one of those. So, um, yeah, she's she's um, she could go to another another level this prep. Uh, looking at the way she's come back. So, um, yeah, that uh, looks a very very suitable race for her to kick off in on Saturday.
3: Yeah, I think they pulled the right rein. going to that race instead of taking on the Mares. Looks like it lacks a bit more depth. So, um. Yeah, I think she's going to be uh, right in that, and uh, just could get the perfect run, and it just could be the perfect race for her. She's a lot tougher. I thought uh, all, she did really well last prep, and she fought on super hard in the last uh,
1: couple of starts that I've seen her ask for. Her. So she's a lot tougher than I probably gave her credit for. And um, even though she's uh, she hasn't won since uh, the prep before. Um, I think you're right.
3: It's, it's her time to sort of shine here, and she might have really matured. But uh, like Magic time, Nico? Yeah, it's got talent. Uh, you can definitely sort of line her up. Uh, she got that, what, $2.20 SP against Alentia last start. That looks pretty well for this, and that's her only defeat, so – um, has beaten Paracel so definitely a chance it's just how forward she's going to be you know first up off a bit of a break I thought her trials and jump outs were pretty good um, thought she may be looking for 1200 meters off the trials, so didn't think she was as sharp as day as Fora and she's probably going to give her a head start so definitely think she's probably one of the key dangers as well with probably Kalos I would probably have in there and ingratiating if you found anywhere near his best would probably in the finish on a dry track but um, I just think from an ability point of view she's probably got him covered and just could get the uh the dream run so there seems to be uh, a lot in her favour. Beautiful.
1: All right, Benedetta Asfura. We're starting to build a bank nicely, and then we get to one of the trickier races, the Memsey Stakes. I wish our wins come up favourite here, $3.70. The boys were talking earlier about the uh, the funny setup there. Mr. Brightside, $4.40. Alligator Blood, $4.60. Princess Grace being back, 9 into $7.50. Ossipenko, $10. Ana Visto, $11. Duke Cessa is $21. Amenable, $21. The Inevitable from Tassie first up. New trainer. Brunton's gone. Under there, $26, and then you got Agon, uh, $31, and Bankmore, one of Waldy's horses, at $51, and then Steinem, $51, non conformist $71, and uh, good old Bander and Western Empire round out the market. Horse that you like here, Nico, is uh, DK's
3: old uh, favourite, Mr. Brightside, and uh, big win this. I thought it was a massive win. Uh, we ended up backing him out of the yard because of how well he paraded and probably how fit he was first up. I wasn't sort of expecting that after seeing him in the Lawrence you know, first up last spring, I think it was much fitter for this occasion. I think this run will um it'll set him up well for this race. I know there's probably a trainer thought he could be a bit flat out of this, given it was a fast run race, but just seeing how forward he was in the yard, um I'm probably leaning not towards that fear i think he had enough sort of fitness base to handle that and uh he's going to have to do it tough here from the wide draw again you know, barry 15 uh craig's probably going to have to follow alligator blood across uh, i was listening to the radio and that seemed like that would be the plan so uh with a bit of speed drawn underneath him i think Ana visto probably leads alligator blood princess grace and western empire probably a bit of the fly in the ointment for him that like they could sort of keep him trapped deep but i think you're back in willow if he You know, if you go sort of the first few hundred metres and he ends up one out, one back, well, I think he's definitely the horse to beat then Um, just with the potential. He could have a map advantage and I wish I win, even though that horse, you know, looks like he's drawing a better barrier. I think, uh, you know, I'd rather have 15 for Mr. Brightside than one I wish I win, given their racing pattern. So I sort of thought at the current prices, I'd probably rather back Mr. Brightside and probably save alligator blood just because I know where they'll be in the run. They'll be out there and go and you're probably going to have to catch him then Back, I wish I win. He's, I think, I wish I wins the best horse in the race. Uh, but just from barrier number one, it's not the greatest beginner. Um, and then with the potential speed in this race, I can't really see too many of them falling in a hole. Like, I, I just don't know where the gaps are going to come. If the fence is off, it's probably a different scenario, isn't DK? Because if you can get you know, a run up the fence, even if it is inferior ground, he's probably on the best horse, look all the best but horse. Yeah, they can overcome that if they're racing tight. I think it makes it a little bit tricky for him
0: well they're going to be on their bikes i mean that 1400 that's what throws the spanner in the works either 1400 meters start at Corfield. it's a quirky start it's less than a furlong till they start turning it's uphill um it's our alligator blood and mr brightside are gonna be on their bikes aren't they and uh trumpy will not want to drive up uh horse first up with grand final down the track um you know you can see him buried on the rail where those two good horses strong on paces are going to be you know up the front and yeah, makes for a great race, but yeah, but you, you saw how Craig was happy to use him first up early, wasn't he? He didn't—he he wasn't mucking around out of the gates first up. No, hundred percent. So he knew he was. The Hayes boy said this horse is fit, you know, and um, second up even fitter, Craig won't be scared to to use him against Mister Alligator. The, the horses that are first up,
3: you know, so um, I think that's his advantage, isn't it? Having that first up run. And I think with Ana Visto in the race, um, you know, her first up win last campaign, she nearly broke the clock how fast she went early and kept running. So he, he, he wants that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that that high pressure, I think if you're back in Mr. Brightside, you're probably back in how tough he is. Like he's going to have to overcome a tough run, but I think he's going to do that. And if you're probably on the I Wish I Win, you're back and he gets luck. I think that's probably the race, really.
0: And I, uh, just back to him, I know where there was some – and Scoot and – well, yeah, I mean, it's right to doubt him. And, and when you want to get him beat at short odds, it's always a thing. Be very careful at short odds first up. So I don't mind – didn't mind them saying, you know, oh, he's vulnerable here, vulnerable here. But you saw what he did. I mean, are you converted now, you blokes up there, that, you know, to go that fast first up and still be dominant, you, you know, you're happy that he's he's a proper horse? He did drift. He did drift.
2: We were, be, I yeah. can't remember either of supposed him. Uh, we were supposed that someone had chimed in. Oh, scooped made in the middle of evens. the
0: day. If you, we if, thought, you don't, if you want to remember, well, I
2: didn't. <laughs> I didn't. <so. laughs> no, I took
1: him. Well, off. It, it was, was two
2: fifty into evens, and we, we we were saying we couldn't believe they chimed straight into two fifty on a Wednesday when yeah. they, when you could wait, and we thought you'd get three dollars. And I think you got you, you did get
1: back out to the original price. I just I was just surprised that they all sort of clammed over him, and it was just a captain, obvious horse, and I guess that's what happens sometimes in those early markets. They just can't. Help themselves by by knocking the price around early, but um, I I love the horse and he's been a great horse for me and you and probably you too as well, DK. I found him at some big prices, but and I'm a believer, like hundred yeah, percent believer. But there's there's two horses that
2: and that race came like that was a lot stronger race on paper post race than I ever thought it would be hmm. pre race. So his his effort was was huge, and that's probably why I want to oppose him this time. To be honest, like I think that was too big a run, too and, big. Yeah, that's yeah, and I think he's going to be. I think he's going to have to put in a bigger run here and yeah. it just would be abnormal even though he's such a consistent horse. Uh, it's going to have to be a great ride and a huge performance to justify uh, whereas, you know.
1: This, this just looks like a gut buster race and I think that well, there's yeah. a couple of like big queries like Princess Grace was huge. Princess Grace drawn up, low, Ossipenko drawn low. But does does Princess Grace want a really tough but run she wasn't in a hard
2: run race. She was in a bullshit oh. wait for age race where they sprinted up a furlong. Ugh. It's just that's going to bring her on, and a soft draw, she's going to land right there.
1: But is it around a limit, though? I just don't know what's going to happen. Like, 1,400, tougher race. It I'm is first sure. up,
2: for sure, but I think with that run under her belt, she'll be hard. Like, she's just going to be in the right spot, and it could be that race. It could be that race. Ossipenko and he's Princess still Grace his, are going to be in the right spots.
1: Well, that's a, he's really the X Factor horse. Like, he went for a bath uh, late, Ossipenko, but he's still got his uh, shallots his, his, uh, there. Yeah. He's an entire. He's desperate to win a Group 1, and mm. Chris Waller, this is a, uh, just looks like a complete set play for Ossipenko. And I think, what was it, uh, was it the prelude that uh, he missed the start, bungled the start and
2: roared home at Caulfield that day? That was when it was absolutely that? dogging down, was it? It was some remember crazy weather Remember conditions. that day?
1: I can just see Waller and Zara putting this horse right into the race. And if there's a knockout runner um, that could just be in the right spot, depending on how the track plays, I thought Ossipenko's effort in the uh, behind Fango was absolutely enormous.
2: Yeah, it's a, the more I looked at it, the more it was just a great race. Yeah. Um, I got sort of alligator blood, Princess Grace, Osipenko with the three I came to, but I can't back, I wish I win. If it wins, just too good. If he, it, it's just, if he wins and he's on an Everest prep, this is the run I can't back him in. I could back him in an Everest if he runs well in this, but I couldn't back him in this race no matter what. It's hmm. just, if it wins, I lose.
1: It's a cracking race. The inevitable's a, a bomb fresh horse, but, uh, and he ran huge in the All-Star Mile, but uh, he's, he's going to be set a task too, barrier 11. But uh, stranger things that happen, uh, like...
2: The draws just worked out perfectly to set, uh, set it. the height the right the height uh-huh. the hype race, it's, great it's race. A, all the all the fringy chances have drawn perfect the 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 better horses have got tough uh, decisions to make and and one's going to be in a bad spot and have to yeah, overcome
0: great, great race that's, mm-hmm. what, that's, that's what we want to kick off the spring carnival Nico. yeah exactly and you've got, got, got a great group three
2: of the
3: three of the best five in australia going yeah, around really and so. all got their quirks where they're drawn and and stuff like that. Nothing's sort of drawn ideal. I think it'd be a completely different race if I wish I were in drew eight, and the other two are out there. Like it's a whole different setup. Then him drawing one just oh. might create a few angles. But yeah, if the fence is off, then then it's. But sort it might of,
2: be what he needs. You know, yeah, being exactly. fresh and a bit underdone, he may may one may be the key to him. You know, that's that's the beauty of it.
3: I think he's
1: been what three dollars out to three seventy. I sort of laughed when I saw the prices on Monday or Tuesday, and
2: I reckon he start. Five dollars plus. I would
1: have thought that you you might be able to get five dollars about this horse. What do you boys reckon? Well, I wish I win.
3: You get four. I don't think you get five. I'd be surprised if you got five about him. But um, I think you'll definitely get four at some stage. You might be scurrying. I'd be very surprised bookmakers. if it we might fake. I have to bet five dollars for anyone who wants it.
1: Anyway. Not my lay of the day, but uh, I reckon I, if you're ever going to take this horse on, this is uh, this is where you're taking me on, I wish I win. So it's going to be great racing, and I think the key to it's going to be Nico's Yard. So there's a fair few people that uh, I think Nico's subs are tripled with the free look of the ice cream for the last week or so. Make sure you get on board. So we're going to change the link tomorrow and then uh, join up for the entire spring and make sure you get uh, Nico's Yard three to five minutes before every race with staking advice. So uh, you'll be betting exactly how Nico is, and you can also, when he, he's having a buy, you can also find... Uh, a lot of runners, good good price runners where he says scope or this horse is he's, he's got second pick. There was a horse, Centrify, that won at the valley. You had, I think, second, second or third pick there, Nico, and it's it's ended still, up winning at $21. Uh, still
3: blowing, I didn't have something on it. If oh, it's Corfield yeah. or Flemington, I'd probably do. But Mooney Valley, uh, I it's gonna be last. How's yeah. he gonna win from there? But he's just a good horse, isn't he? Center a great. Ride, he runs wasn't big, it? it was great win and a great ride.
1: Mm. You sort of have to win from back weaving through at the valley. So, yeah, I can see why you pulled the The blue horse just
2: pulled out and it was the winner and then this thing just said, get out of the way. Charged Crazy. passed it.
1: Anyway, it's going to be a, a cracking day out at Caulfield. As we said, it's uh, it's going to be beautiful. So hopefully we found uh, a couple of winners there or um, helped uh, solve the puzzle a little bit better. Uh, Punning form is what Nico and I both use. I can take it anywhere and have a bet and uh, do the form. I've had a squeeze at the Topsport steamers, so hopefully I can uh, shed a little bit of light there. But uh, punningform.com.au is the tool I use, and it's just beautiful business. It's so, so easy and fast to do the form. Walt up at uh, Randwick. It's uh, it's a much better card. It's uh, obviously very very tricky this week, but um I've sort of got a bone again for Sydney Racing. It looks a like much better uh, card than last week.
2: You've be looking at the same fields as me.
1: Yeah, it's great.
2: Jesus Christ. It's great.
1: I'm excited, very excited about it.
2: With the highway, or the midway. All of it. Okay.
1: I think there's lots of winners to be found and I think you'll nail it. Race three at Randwick is the first one we're going to have a look at. Dancing Alone, Bryce Hayes, Nash, hot. Nash Ruler is riding this one, $2.40. They haven't missed this one. Ohio, $5.50. Wave Rider Boy, $6.00. Tintuki, $9.50. Avebury, $14.00. Rainbill, 16 Molly Nails, $16.00. No Way Ever, $21.00. Rubinocki, $21.00. And I won't worry about the rest of the chances there. We're going to have a look at a couple of uh, different replays here. The first one is uh, Tintuki in the white. With the, uh, the white blaze and the and the red hat.
2: Back on the inside. So it was a really good ride from JVO here. They went really slow, probably way too slow, which uh, took away the leader's advantage. And he just stuck right to its tail and uh, got to the outside of it, which is important too. Was certainly better ground coming to the middle. So uh, he couldn't have ridden it any better from the draw that it had on on this day. Third horse, is at King of Naples or something like that? I yep. think its form and all the races it's been in have been really tying in well in mm-hmm. in Sydney in these sorts of races for probably the last couple of months and um, I just think that uh, a hard fit horse uh, Tuki sort of drawn middle uh, he's um, he's drawn ideally hard fit as to say the, the favorite drawn one find that you know very difficult to um, to to chime into a horse that's probably going to be midfield or worse from one uh, on a on a, what hopefully will be a, a little bit rain affected not too bad so the inside maybe not ideal soft six at the moment with a four-metre rail, and uh, Waverider Boy, I've had enough of him. Um, so sort of trying to find an angle around those two. Tin is the first one that um, I think suits that uh, ideally from the middle draw with JP back on it.
1: We're going to have a look at Avebury from the John O'Shea Yard. So it's in the uh, the red, white, and blue, so the the white epaulettes. So it's blue sleeves and the red sort of second back on the fence there, so getting is, a yeah, trail. A
2: second trial uh, sort of steaming in behind them mm-hmm. there. doesn't do a heck of a lot, but yeah. um like doesn't uh, not asked for a heck of a lot. We can see traveling really well without being asked, to, and this, this horse has got a bit of x factor about it. Uh, perfect horse for O'Shea. I like that he sort of tends <coughs> to get them pretty fit first up, and this horse is probably going to need that again. Drawn that middle section, a horse that's going to be six, seven sort of midfield and get to the right part of the track. Hopefully, I just think sort of thirteen dollars. It's just that sort of race. As I said, sort of wave rider boy, five dollars fifties. I thought he had his chance in at Caulfield. May not have got onto his right leg and let down, but he's had his chances in Sydney, and the only time he's won was sort of a miracle ride from uh, McAvoy. So, you know, dancing alone again with glue on shoes coming off and synthetic filler obviously having a few issues with its feet, getting deeper into its prep. It's got a bit of that, uh, what's that thing, that the horse that, uh, went to Sydney, uh, down to Melbourne of Gaze that's got beat two in a row down there. Just as they go deeper into their prep, the horses with you know, niggly feet issues, I'm happy to sort of take them on a bit, so... Yeah, uh, the hard fit Tin just off speed. Hopefully, gets to the middle and uh, Avery, the the knockout fresh horse. That's that's my angle there. As it's a pretty tough card.
1: Hmm. It's an interesting one thousand. All the forms around sort of a thousand meters dancing alone, and some of the winds have been visually impressive. Some some massive winds overcome. Well, I don't know, maybe wide of draws lustre. back, uh, average rides. starts.
2: Yeah, just things going. She's wrong. found a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 definitely not a horse you'd really. If it drew middle again, it's a bit like the the not the Memzy is it the Memzy? Yeah. We just race we just talked about where uh, it's a, the the draws have have made the race a, a good betting race. Whereas if you sort of reverse them all, she's probably getting to the middle and mm. extremely hard to beat. If everything was was right with her for sure.
1: Exciting race.
2: And Bryce and Nash are a Exciting pretty combo. good combination.
1: Yeah, I think if you
3: had a, had a look at the uh, punting form stats on. I'm tipping they go all right. looks like they are profitable. Wave rider boy, we back to uh, last night at the yard at Corfield, And I thought that was, that was her day. Like she was as fit as you'll get, like muscled right up. I would be, I wouldn't be shocked at all if she even trained off from that. So getting deep into her campaign, there's definitely no improvement left. So um, that was like absolute D day for her, for mine. And uh, with no improvement left to come from the yard, I wouldn't be surprised if she's, um, you know, probably comes off that run a little bit, to be honest.
2: When I was trying to sort of line them up too, the Tintuki and it are at similar stages of their prep and not much between them as horses, to be honest, and you're just getting double the price Tin Tintuki. So that's basically why I went that way. If, you, if it was $10 and Tintuki was 5 I probably would have gone that way. Just yes, for a similar you – know, you've got two horses that are at their peak in their preparation, hard fit. They're probably going to do something similar. They're very unlikely to improve, but you get double the price one over the other. So that was – Yeah.
1: Lay the price, should be about evens the place or two dollars fifty. Might have to offer to take on J Mac the slot.
2: Just settle down, mate. Just get the, just get one of the roughies done. <laughs> so you can be. We've uh, got lots of different styles. Don't look style for the double pain. Don't don't look for the don't look for the
1: double pain. DK might get on there and, and lay at the place. Just show a little bit of flair. Something different.
2: Well, no mind, those days are over. <laughs> What, the
0: flare days or do you want to do something a bit different? funny. It's, uh, I was listening again, Wayne Walters yesterday. And you, like, oh, my god, was a very the, the blow-up was funny, but I think mean, Walt might even might remember. Wayne Walters was a a superstar trainer when he first came out here from New Zealand. Like horses like Torbeck, 26 to 350 in a maiden. 26 to 350, he then won 23 races, group group races, Astralin, Cobra. When I was a kid, he was a superstar. And then but he, he said he said um he said as soon as he had kids. He said, "Before kids, it was all about scheming and winning, and then when you had kids, focus changes to, you know, all the, you know, longevity and just doing something. So, yeah, no, mate, my, my my flare days, a bit behind me, Scooty, like like Wayne Walters.
2: It's so I'd sad argue. to hear that, and it's so, like I've had that conversation with Anthony Cummings, and like he said, he paid. I think his boys both went through what he some grammar school, or whatever in Sydney, they'd be nice and tough. And he said, mate, he paid every dollar of it punting." Yeah. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't training that earned him money, it was punting. Mm. And now he, he said, I don't even think about having a bet ever.
1: That That's a story of hope, that you can do it, that you can back a winner and you can get well,
2: it done. Well, those New Zealand traders used to be able to hide him over there or have yeah. a nice horse over there and bring him over here and everyone didn't really know, you know. Mm. Now they know, someone in the grandstands put an offer on the horse before the horse is back into scale to weigh in. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's impossible to hide anything now from, from New Zealand perspective but um, – yeah, we used to get some great trainers, didn't we? Like the wheelers.
1: And- L- L- Lamings hid that name dropper pretty well. That was 26 into
2: $5. Yeah, they hid it pretty well. Everyone in the world <laughs> knew about it, but everyone had a different set. It was great. It was like Timmy Martin. He'd tell one bloke one, the other bloke the other, and uh, no one really knew. It was great.
1: That's an interesting story. I didn't know that that was the, that was the same Wayne Walters uh, yeah, DK. But- yeah, mate.
0: He was a, he was a winner. It's Seymour he trained at, and, um, it, and who was the bloke? Alan Jones. Alan Jones in the day sent him over and Brian, got, you know, Brian Jorgensen, he had all the blokes tied up with him, all could bet and get on in those days, and did they pull some tricks. And then he had those horses, Astralin, Cobra, Torbeck. I mean, go and look up. They were superstars back in the mid early mid-80s, winning all the group races at Caulfield and whatnot. Yeah, he was a superstar trainer my as even though he looked a He's still going man right. yesterday. He, he was a weapon. He's still going all right. He still, still can train a winner by the look of him. <laughs> yeah, what, damn, four winners yesterday. Four. That's all right. With Kate swinging off him. Like had a big day. Oh, it's just remarkable. This,
1: he's, he's a the sort of game. He's the sort of guy that racing.com needs to get around and do a big story. Like,
0: that's, that's fantastic. That <laughs> was well, funny yesterday. Well, it was beautiful. Even Terry McCauley, who's never Luster. stuck for a word, was stuck for a word. He couldn't come on. <laughs> Old Eagle Kelton was hit for six as
2: well. So oh, yeah. It was, it was
1: great TV. So have a look at the Little Birdie TV uh, Twitter handle, and you can see his little interview post-race, and then you can actually see the horse or the – the little bump that he co- he cops two starts before at bordertown and there was absolutely nothing in it. Horse- said it got
0: knocked off its feet. Scoot. knocked off its feet. Oh god, it was a fair. We don't tap exaggerate at best. us old blokes. <laughs> it got fit- windburn from no. the other horse running past it. No, it? A bit of sugar on top. And the
1: horse, uh, uh, what are you going to do? Protest against a winner? That's one by four. I wouldn't have thought so. It's a, it was great theater. It's, you need to see more of that stuff in racing. Afterwards. I miss Greg Ryan Absolutely. having the
2: <laughs> choker hold left hand on it while he's air whipping at the right, where the whip's <laughs> not getting within eight feet of the horse. And it, but it's always on the off side of the camera. He used to be the best at that. Oh, I miss those days. Bring him oh, back.
1: The fake whipping.
2: The, the fake whipping with yeah, the vice-like grip. Swap
1: yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. And they got
2: a hold of it. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful.
1: Next, the next race we're going to have a look at is uh is race eight at Randwick, the Cheltenham uh, Cheltenham Stakes, and it's over sixteen hundred meters. Think it over as a favourite here. Easy favourite, two dollars thirty-five out to two sixty. I thought it was a good run first up. Hinged is four dollars forty. Montefilia five fifty into five dollars. Do a bit of a nice run, given it was uh, seventh. Nine dollars Moanga, eleven dollars, big money for it. First up, uh, Linderman is fifteen dollars. Major Bill, nineteen nights order, is twenty-one dollars. Then you got Bowl Mac at twenty-six dollars and bigger odds. The rest. Uh, the replay's here. I'm going to have a look at uh, the Wink Stakes lead-up. Oh, gosh. Well, that's Princess Grace on the inside. There's runs Think in, here Thinking over everywhere. three wide
2: with cover, pulling around the uh, Major bill. you got got uh, Monophilia way back in the white cap there, sort of third last. Dewey getting checked 87 times as I'm riding my 70-to-1 ticket like I did first up last time when it chased asses the whole way up the straight. Uh, there's the winner of the Mebsey darting up the fence now, um, Princess Grace. And the mighty fangirl, the blind squirrel, the nut on Scree. the outside of me currently uh, finally found a winner for the first <laughs> time in his career. Interesting.
1: Um, when, it, when it sort of leveled up there, think it overlooked. You thought it was just going to put four on But that's
2: a... the problem, right? So he was, I think he was like 400 days off there. And now you like, I've got no doubt he's the, well, I wouldn't say he's the only weight for age horse, but he's the weight for age horse in this race. But if you've got to have some big balls to be chiming into six to four for mine off the back of that um, run where it sort of it did blow out. And will it need another one? Mm-hmm. You know, um I'd rather I'd rather probably side with a a Montefilia who had Dylan Gibbons on there. He was obviously told to to look after the horse very early, so he's dragged it right out of the race and and sort of let it run home. Now it goes J Max off draw, probably lobs in the first five. And uh, you know, it was better price earlier than the week and, and yesterday, but um I'd probably have it closer to favorite and then I'd rather go wider in this race and try and find uh, different angles because I, I don't think there was much between that that those runners as that mm. uh, that race showed and and uh, you know pretty slowly run average race on paper too. I, I'd rather be trying to find something at odds here and and uh, or or backing Monophilia because I, I just like Waller, you know, definitely know Wallet. Targeting, Yeah, he, ta- well, he definitely targets certain horses, certain races, and, and this just looks like that horse was given a, a barrier trial first up. And most of his intent is jockeys, isn't it? Like he, he throws nine runners out and then makes up his mind what he's going to do and gate three. Dylan to, to James McDonald sort of stands out. Jue was huge in that, but it's probably going to be set a, a similar task again.
1: And it might, it, she might be the one that sprouts a bit now, looking for sort of two thousand meters. I, I thought perhaps, but uh, what happens here? Knight's order goes goes forward thinking well, you over Lindeman and, and got, does hinge just do Huyamao. they do they jam hinge just to make just well, try and Linderman,
2: set it up. Major Beal, Knight's order, who I don't think they're going to walk here. No. They may walk once they find their spots, but I don't think they're going to walk early because. Uh, They've all got to find a spot, haven't they? Uh, if nothing else, and gays aren't going to hand it up. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'd, yeah, it's, it's a pretty tricky race. I think that Monofield is just the most solid option for mine on setup. And uh, if you say if you assume that she's improved this prep with the with the trainer change, you assume that she's going to improve with the run under the belt, rider change, gate change. She's just got so many ticks in the box compared to what she had first up. You're getting a quarter of the price, but I'd probably I, I'd say that's probably fair. Mm. Um, for everything she doesn't. Um, yeah, there, there's a there's a horse to watch down the bottom there that's probably today Saturday's not its day, but I, I do want to – I'm a bit of a man's voice junkie, but I do want to see what he does during the prep. And my other goal in life is to work out what the hell David Payne's doing with Navajo Peak, putting it through the wait for age races and, <laughs> and what race he's actually <laughs> aiming this horse up for because – Holy crap, it went like a rocket first up. Yeah, pretty and, good effort. And it could have won a race somewhere on that. So I don't know what it's doing in this race, but uh yeah. up you go, David.
1: Just crazy sometimes when you see a horse going well and then they put it in the wrong race completely, or maybe they've got a bigger plan for the. They're trying to
2: hide it for a handicap somewhere down the line. Well, but fair enough. What, David, but is that what he's found doing? it? Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's not as if it's ready for the Melbourne <laughs> Cup, is it? Like where, where's it going?
3: Uh Nico, DK, any any thoughts? I just thought the, the race shape in the Chalmers, it's going to be a lot different to what we saw in the Winks. Like like Walt said, a few of those um, were in Nights or Yadding Huyamal. They're probably going to go a lot faster, I would have thought. And it is a race where I think Nights or might even won this race last year. We're going very close. Like It is a race where the on-paces can sort of stick on. Uh, well, weird race. I think the horse will be better suited under a faster tempo, which is generally what we see from him is Mwanga. But he was pretty poor first up, but he, he probably Did is you, the other horse. I'd
2: just not cutting you off because 'cause I'm interested because I, I was yeah. I thought he'd run well there and he got beat so far. Was yeah, there was any like subsequent report about him or, him or anything? I don't I tried to find um out if they found anything wrong with him, but he, I just, think it was like he just went like a busted.
3: Off day. By yeah. the sound of things. And so. he can do
2: that, that horse can't he? He's a bit weird, weird horse
3: yeah like you look back at his absolute best and he he probably is the other weight for age horse in the race and he might just find a a bit better setup with a a fast run race tyler schiller going on for the first time you know maybe it just sparks something up in him you might get sort of Thirteen or 14s on the day. I
2: reckon you'll definitely get better price. Hundred percent, yeah, for
3: sure. Yeah, yeah. I think and I think Think It Over's the same. Like, what do you got? Two dollars thirty. Now it's two eighty. You're probably looking at three twenty on the day. The way the market's going. If Moonga wins, I'll peroxide me. He's got no chance.
2: It's a bit weird. I was it over the price. A lot of people are declaring it. It's um, what? And you probably could on numbers from a while ago. But it's uh yeah, It'd be interesting to see what the betting does with Think It Over. Just betting wise, I, well, you might get
1: four dollars. And I probably
2: think that's about right.
1: I'd say, 4 bucks, And then so what's the money going to keep coming for Do Dewey
2: will be spec I wouldn't be surprised if Monophilia started a little bit shorter just because of McDonald, but only because of McDonald. They can't start much shorter and, if then, they, and there's nothing else they can really back.
1: If they say they're going to go cl- sit closer, it might go off again. Oh, well, they Pick won't them.
2: because of the, the draw, but he'll do it anyway.
1: Mm.
2: Mm. And what about hinged? It's a camel. No good? It's not much good. It's a good horse. It's very honest. It just doesn't have a killer blow. Mm. Just can't put a race away. Can't, and if can't you put more race. speed into a race, it just can't. How's it going to put the race away?
1: You've got to jam it. Yeah. Mm, and pray. Okay. Well, that's, uh, that's the end of that then. we'll. Uh, what about nature strip,
2: Walt? Well, I don't know. I, I spent, I like. well, <laughs> I, 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 I looked time. at the riders. I had a, a conniption when I saw that Jack Lloyd was on in secret and then I saw he was on every one of their horses and had another conniption. And uh, then I went back and tried to have an honest look at the race and holy cow, it's just um, like Eduardo's five bucks. I thought he's retired seven times and he's got drawn one. Like, are you sure that you've got to oppose him? So you look at the race and you go, well, there's got to be a betting race. Zach from um, middle draw looks to get a perfect run within secret just behind him and nature strip, I, I, mate, he's, he's older than, how old is he, 26, 27?
1: Nine. I
2: thought so he, he ran tied. in that 92 uh, Caulfield Cup. <laughs> But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Do you have any opinion? I've got none.
3: Don't know. I, I, I'm very confused. If I had a free bet, I'd probably be back in secret just out of confusion. Nico. Yeah, I was thinking that. In secret, sequ- she's not really a thousand meter horse, like most of her best form is 1200. Uh, I don't even think she's run at a thousand, so that, that would be interesting for her if she did. It was very early days, so at least not at this level. Balony Patina is probably the one that's best suited to the thousand fresh. Um, Hiram Remark may be coming to play a bit at sort of uh, longer odds, and Zapoteo is very good fresh. Could be a very strange race because Nature's drawn wide what what they sort of do with the tactics there does Eduardo just bust himself up and want to lead from barrier number one or does nature strip cross him and then in secret Zach Lloyd he's got a fair decision to make there from five do I guy with them do I give them too big a head start so it's a lot of um, decisions to make for an apprentice but he's a he's a star on the rise isn't he so I, a, um, I had someone race. DM
2: the old DM oh well Nature Strip must be unbeatable because J macs chosen to rode it over In Secret. I'm like, mate, he's won about 25 million on the horse. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was it was surely a loyalty go. Imagine if he had a got off it. Like, oh my god, some people find some
3: Funny crazy needles. angles.
2: But at thousand meters, like the, the what you say about In Secret. I think that's that's probably what sets me off with the the junior burger rider. As opposed in it like 1200 meter horse in a thousand meter race, you really want Nash or J mac or someone of that level that understands. Thousand meter speed and what a twelve hundred meter horse has to do to overcome that. You know they've got to be a little bit more aggressive. They've got to make sure they put him into the race a little bit earlier or her into the race a little bit earlier. And and um, if he makes one little mistake on this horse, I'd be surprised if it um, can overcome it.
1: All I know is there's going to be so many comments about Zach Lloyd in the YouTube thing. <laughs> I'm not.
2: Well, well it's just, just fucking, that's the only cares. thing I know like, about mate, this race. He's 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 going really well with his <laughs> claim. He's you know he's a profitable rider. I think off off the bat, you know, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and you you got Don Byrne and James there, who are far from silly, making these decisions, and you know they're choosing to leave senior riders in the in the room to put Zach on. So they've obviously got a really solid opinion of him, and and um, yeah, just mind boggles me. But every each their own.
1: I'm going to get you a shirt. I love Zach Lloyd. Racingwatch.com.au for more of Johnny's uh, commentary and analysis. It's very good stuff. You can see uh, last week with Diamond Dealer. Knows what he's talking about. If you're not a believer now, you never will be. But uh, you can also get uh, get it via Telegram too. So it's uh, it's exciting stuff and it's uh, nearly seven days a week. I don't know how he gets time to uh, sleep or do anything other than ten pin bowl. He so,
2: um she got now. handled again last night. Some lady I had to give a 70 starter game and she just absolutely dished me up. It was brutal. It's a bloodbath. <laughs>
1: don't know he makes it out alive out of Mount Warren Bowls Club. Donnie. Donnie uh, had Hocker Hay run fourth. I think he's starting to get back in the zone. Oh, Donnie had a good winner at uh, the Sunny Coast, and he's up at about his horses at Wyong tomorrow. So let's hear from uh, Donnie.
3: G'day, fellas. Wyong Cup Day on Friday. Give Colourport a massive cheer, but the tip comes up in race four, Peace Officer. Nash jumps on. This horse has been trolling really well mapping the perfect sport one out one back race is is the favorite in may danger it looks very hard to beat but i think peace officer at around five dollars is a great each way price i don't think you can miss a hole so pretty keen to back peace officer race for a mile each way and on saturday we've got eagle farm race seven zarasto it's been flying since it's gone to tony Gollan. it'll land on the lead control the race and should kick away and boot clear until it's 50. Seems fair enough. So the two bets are Warren race
1: four on Friday, Peace Officer, Eagle Fire on Saturday, race seven, Zerast Show. Good luck. Oh, it's triggering material, that uh, <laughs> Peace Officer.
2: I was going to say uh, I'll run the marathon with him next year if it beats Razors, but that's unrealistic. That is just serious. I couldn't drive it. I couldn't ride it. I couldn't finish it on a bike. So uh, I'll think of something, but I'll go ahead there with him there. If it beats raises. I'll eat it.
1: Oh, well, peroxide, yeah. I'll share
2: a bottle of bleach. Why would you box my I ears mean, bad enough as it is? Can't be worse than what it is. It's bad enough as it is. I've <laughs> had to deal with it my whole life. I'll think of something. Maybe I'll donate to his next charity thing or something, but I don't know. But good luck beating Razors.
1: I don't know how Sea got Razors beat last week, but the world was on it and it was just absolutely eye-watering stuff. It was pathetic and hopefully he's banished to the gulags for a long time to think about his actions. we got j Is it J-Mac?
2: Oh right yeah, j Mac gate four. It'll be in front of a peace officer in the run. I would imagine this time, and good luck.
1: Good luck trying to beat it.
2: Mm. We need
1: luck. All right, and then race seven, number eight, Calipore. I know the horse is absolutely flying, so it's uh, knocking the door down, so fingers crossed for Donnie. His horse can win. Haven't had a look yet at the Wine Cup. And then uh, Eagle Farm race seven, number 10, Zarastro. This horse is uh, beating them up up there, or it did last start, and having a good look there. But uh, horses like Ned's gully going, well, hell I am, and uh, mass destruction, all those sort of horses. So, yeah, it's obviously going to be hard to beat there. Let's have a look at uh, the top sport, Steamers. And the first one here is Semyon, one of DK's favourite drinks. It uh, Morphville Race Six, number one, six fifty at four twenty. There, uh, the danger here—I had a quick look at this one—is from um, the O'Shea Clark. And yeah, the horse Sweetened is only carrying fifty-two and a half kilos, so I think it's opened up two dollar fifty favourite. And Semyon has had its uh, has had the big gelding operation there, so we're doing well to beat Sweetened with only fifty-two and a half kilos. So I think Semyon's got uh, sixty kilos.
2: What so. channel do you watch Adelaide racing on? dot com. That's where you get Wayne Walters. .com. At Mount they Gambier. still do it?
0: Mount Gambier, Wayne Walters stuff. Got to watch it. The Eagles on there. You got if you want to back a winner, you have Eagle. He's the he, he's the best over there. The Eagles, so it's worth watching.
2: Auto
3: bit Very, Very rarely you see Team Hawks in Adelaide. That's mm. a You
0: know what? And I don't think it's a great place either. Can't a winner down here, so maybe that's why they're over there. <laughs> maybe
1: they should move their operation to Adelaide. They might be going better. Oh, busted! I don't want them coming after me as well. No comment. They just don't use. Maybe they need to start using female riders. That might be a change of fortune for them. are camels?
2: <laughs> Expensive camels. <Yeah>. Race,
1: <laughs> race nine. I'd hate to be financing them. Race nine number uh, number six is our Magnus Toowoomba horse here. Five fifty at four eighty. It's uh, one of the DK partials to win. Sort of two thousand. Dollars here. This is uh this is a deeper race than I sort of anticipated. it rum it, it's run was okay uh with Shara Gomer, I thought, uh last start. There was not much between the two runs. If maybe Shara Gomer was a better run than this horse. I was surprised that this horse has just folded in the market 480 to four eight into four dollars. I thought Lucky Decision was a uh an improver. I thought C Ripple was a rough chance. Uh this horse this this race is a bit deep, so Beware
2: Um, the Toowoomba uh, backfires, especially when it doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Beware, exactly. That's the most scary
1: part about this. This one, because they have got nothing
2: else to do at Toowoomba other than get one ready.
1: These one for you, Walt. Race one number two, Sabrenko, two forty at seventeen dollars. It's
2: either the mid. That's got to be the midway because it's Tracy Bartley. Oh my god! You should get seventeen dollars about any horse that ever wins a midway, just for doing the form in the midways. They should be on a Monday at Musselbrook. I don't mind them. They are horrific. The the only thing they're good for is that no one's worked out the form so bad that it doesn't carry anywhere. So they uh, they go to a midweek race and can't can't win. So anyway, no, no idea. Sorry.
1: Cool. Uh, Race ten is the next one. So Randwick race ten number six. Our last cash one
3: twenty five at seven dollars. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hit it down the straight. Yes. Got some talent. Definitely. She can train,
2: and it's got the hippo on board. There's plenty going on in that race. You've hey. got a, you've got Waller with a little sneaky New Zealand horse there. You've got um. There's there's plenty going on. I I don't, I don't want to form an opinion until the sort of race is over. obviously Gaza Blank is a, a nice enough horse. Yeah, Gaza is it? Now.
0: That's my. It's, yeah. yeah. it's a nice horse. Yeah. It's a bit it, stiff first up. Very um, stiff. Loss. In the
2: wrong spot. Time to boogies. Probably one you're happy to play around. But this salt coats looks very scary. Um. Yeah, our last cash price Seventeen dollars with the hippo. Ooh.
1: There was a good win. It's that it's yeah. we spoke about this horse last time. She she this this could be a knockout, this one.
2: She can train. Very good trainer. Mm. Yeah. Even Molly Nails is a big price there. It's a it's a good race. It's a deep race. So. What,
3: what do you think of that form? The our last cash form. Yeah, we won a weak race last time, but did bolt in. So, um, you know, it probably goes up there with the chance, but uh, i, I followed Garza for a long time, and I think that's that's his right race. 1,200 metres, Randwick drawn out. Like Rose Hill didn't really see me set up, so oh, you've you got to be pretty uh, forgiving, I suppose. I think he's been beat at odds on his last three, but um, that did, that did seem a race for him where he could find his best at Randwick.
2: Well, he's not an inside draw horse, is he? He's sort of been stuck in that spot in the coffin a few times. He's a massive horse.
3: He's got a huge yeah. stride on him, and even to him in the yard, he's, he's absolutely huge. So wide draws is definitely a big tick for him.
2: Agree, two three hundred metres to wind up here. That's his go.
1: Beautiful. All right, <clears throat> I think that's that's uh, that's the show. So it's it's been a ripper, DK. Anything um, around the edges from you, mate?
0: Uh, well, there's no prices up yet because there's two meetings on the morning, The night meetings, at Spackenham start. That's oh yeah, what's
3: going on there? I, don't, I think. Well, I was talking to Trav about this and he seems to think maybe because there's no footy on, they've just put it oh, they a meeting put on. Oh, they put a
0: meeting on. Okay, right. It but, did seem early and I'm not yeah. sympathetic. It just seemed like, yeah, content. Okay. Um, no, Seymour, Seymour tomorrow. Race three, number eight, Only Love. Remember that horse from Maui the other day, Nico? Only Love. Got held up behind um, Cumbrian Queen or something. Should have won. Was having a second run at a mile there. I thought it should have been stepping up in trip prior to that when it ran home at Bendigo, and um, he kept it at the mile. He did a, did that with a couple of horses that day, Waller, horses that wanted, a bit, wanted the extra trip, but he he sent them around and they got, they got beat because they were looking for the extra trip, so now it steps up in trip, gets plagued shin against a field of goats, so um, she looks like she's got some staying upside. I don't know what price she'll be, but uh, it's a bit of a flashing light run the other day, but um, only love there tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, Seymour Scoot. Race three, number eight. Did Nico not, not
2: remember it? You, so you've got to get up early to get one through Nico. Did, does he not remember it? or? Oh, only love.
3: No, I remember <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, oh,
2: that's right. <laughs>
1: Sorry, mate. I thought you would thought you missed a meeting somewhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nico does form in his sleep, I reckon. He's the one that's like a, a on
0: price. We or... wanted 2,000 off that Bendigo run. Yeah, exactly. Stepping up and trips, it's going, and he kept it at a mile at Moey of all joints. Now it goes to 2,200. So. b shin. Oh, get Well, That's right. Uh, it's changed over time, too. Like the maidens are getting a lot stronger this time of year. Ollie, C. Williams, J. Carr, Lane—they're all going to the country maidens and things now. I think look, Willow's going to Bendigo for one ride today. Ollie's going for a you know, exchange over time. They're all um, want to get on the nice young horses for the spring. The maidens strengthen right up, so um, good time of year.
2: Ollie straight to Ladbrokes. love it. Hey, I just, I just saw love that, it. Yeah, good. He's done the deal
0: with He's an XG boss, pumper, all this. Geez, hey. I love it. It's a so he's not retiring. Like yeah. everyone's
1: carrying on like he's retiring tomorrow. He's not retiring to the end of the year. So it's going to be a swan song for the whole carnival.
2: I just some of the old jockeys you hear a few stories they probably shouldn't tell you after oh, they gosh. retire. I just pray that one day he just lets loose and just you know the, like the Agassi yeah, book where he's on the more. ice and he was in a corner there shaking because he needed more <laughs> ice. If, if, if D Oliver ever came out with the full blooded memoirs, wouldn't it be awesome?
1: Be great. Yeah, great stuff. All right, the goat D. one Oliver. bet one win. That'd oh. be
2: the name of the book, wouldn't it? Oh, one miss for him. one. <laughs> oh, I'll miss you.
1: <laughs> off off or on Ollie. Oh, he's a great rider. No, he's a good bloke too. All right, cool. I think uh I think that's the show. Can't wait uh, to see what happens. The Memzi, Sydney, it's just absolute uh, porn. Make sure you jump on board the boys' subscriptions, get around us, little Birdie syndicate, couple of winners yesterday. We're back in business. Um and yeah, just it's a great time of year, so get involved. <laughs>